What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm your host, Hayes, and today we are preparing for the 2022 NBA Draft. It's going to be a day of rumors, a day of trades. How, how active are the Bulls on that trade market during the NBA Draft? We'll all see today. It all comes down. Today is the first day, technically, that I look at as offseason starting, and we'll see how the Bulls are going to move forward in the offseason. I think we'll get a good indication of that today looking at what they do in this draft so we'll talk about all that some rumors from that that are in regards to the chicago bulls and around the nba we're gonna all that and more in today's chicago bulls you are now tuned in to chicago bulls central your number one spot for all things chicago bulls hosted by hayes all right bulls fans so first up i do want to talk about ej liddell ej liddell had an interview um and he talked about how how happy he would be to be drafted, saying that he would be very happy to be drafted by the Chicago Bulls. Now, this is a player who did grow, grow up, I think, in Belleville, Illinois, so not technically Chicago, but very, very much so. Chicago was probably their hometown team and the team that he, he watched a lot growing up. So I'm sure that this probably would be a lot of excitement. EJ Liddell is the player that I have been very consistent with saying that I do think the Bulls will draft at that 18th pick. You know, the guy that I would like to see them draft is kind of Mark Williams. I even think that maybe Tari Eason has passed up EJ Liddell a little bit more. I really do believe in Tari Eason's upside as just a versatile defender, pick and roll guy. And I've seen some things that show that with some mechanic changes, that shot could become a little bit dangerous for him. But with that being said, I would not mind the pick at EJ Liddell at all. While I look at Tari Eason as one of the, the, the players that you come in and then maybe with this defense can, can contribute right away, that defense shot blocking ability to run the floor. But EJ Liddell is a player that can come in because he was in uh, college for so long. He can come in right away fit in that role off the bench, give the Bulls some great energy, some shot blocking, things that we do need. Yes, he's a little bit undersized when you look at him possibly playing that power forward position. I know how some of you guys just are tired of the undersized thing, but when you look at his height, 6'7 with shoes on, which you play basketball with shoes. I don't even know why we have to uh, separate that out, but 6'7 with shoes on and a 7-foot wingspan. His wingspan is 6'11.75. That is 7 feet. A 7-foot wingspan. I think he'll be able to hold his own very well playing that power forward position. When you look at a player like a lot of you guys are interested in, and P.J. Tucker and things like that, E.J. Liddell will be fine at power forward, maybe even playing a little small ball center. Now, that is something that I don't necessarily want to see because I hope we bring in some more size and length on that team where he doesn't have to play small ball center. But I look at E.J. Liddell as just a basketball player who's able to come in and be able to contribute right away. We'll see if we're right. We'll see if that ends up being the pick for the Chicago Bulls. It's possible that they can still get him by trading down. We'll see. And that brings us into the next topic. So there are rumors going around or statements being said that the Chicago Bulls are actively shopping that 18th pick, whether that's to move up, whether that's to move down. You get some varying uh, conversations on if they're trying to move up or down, but it sounds like they're in active discussions to see what they can get for the 18th pick. But one of the things that was said as well is that if a player that is able to contribute right now, like an EJ Liddell, like an Oche, a Baji, um, <clears throat> that they will take those. And those are both players, and that's somebody as well. I know we talk a lot about EJ Liddell, but even Ochai Abaja, Abaji, uh, he's somebody who absolutely can come in and contribute right away. And the thing, I've compared him a lot, not in play style, but it's worth ethic to Jimmy Butler because he's just somebody who, when you look at the way he improved from his freshman to his senior year, he comes in, he has, he's going to have that great worth ethic. He's going to get the most out of his potential because I trust he's going to come in and work on his game day in and day out. He's somebody who can come in, be a really good defender for us on the ring, has some scoring potential as well, coming off screens, things like that. <coughs> So we'll see if the Bulls do go, if somebody like that falls around the Bulls pick, if they do stay there, possibly draft them, 
If they if they end up moving that pick to try to get a, a veteran, maybe even move down in the draft, there's a lot of different ways right now that it can go. But it seems like a lot of teams are in active discussions with that 18th overall pick for the Chicago Bulls. We'll see if anything comes of that tonight at the draft. But as it stands right now, we'll see. Now, one of the other rumors that could affect the Chicago Bulls that it came out yesterday, and this is that uh, per Bleacher Reports, Jake Fisher, and you know, I don't look, look at Bleacher Report as some of the most reliable sources, but it is being said that uh, that the Hawks and Spurs have had some conversations in a deal centering around John Collins and DeJounte Murray. Now, this is really surprising considering that the Spurs were one of the teams also rumored to possibly being Zach Levine partnering him with his friend and, De and DeJounte Murray. Now, if this do move does happen, I this move just doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't for me. And it, it, like to go to Atlanta, DeJounte Murray to, to pair with Trey Young. I don't know if I see the fit there, but, you know, some of these things, and even DeJounte Murray retweeted this and just said, oh, and then with a popcorn emoji. So I don't think that there's anything to this. I think that this may be one of those things that it's just it's just a conversation to be had, right, where there's a lot of speculation. There are a lot of uh, crazy things that could happen as well. Let, let me be clear. A lot of crazy things could happen in this draft where we see some teams maybe going completely different directions, some teams that have been in playoffs, maybe getting eliminated early. Maybe they go a total rebuild route, right? We can see that with the Jazz. There's been some reports that the Jazz may move both, move on from Mitchell and Gobert to get as many picks and go full rebuild. I don't know how much I believe that either, but hey, some of that, some of the pictures with that will take full pick, uh, full notice uh, here soon. Now, we do also have that deal that I already dropped a video on with uh, the Detroit Pistons sending <clears throat> Jeremy Grant to the Portland Trailblazers. Now, 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 that means that the Detroit Pistons are going to have over $40 million in cap space this offseason. Could, th could that mean they offer a huge contract to, to DeAndre Ayton? Could it be to Mitchell Robinson? What does Detroit do with all that cap space? Now, we know Detroit is not really... They, they have a solid team, right? They have one of those teams that are interesting. With a couple of moves, they could very well be playing in a playoff team. Um, and since they're into the division, this can get very interesting. Now, I'm not going to say I don't think they're like a threat to try to throw any money at Zach Levine. I think when you look at some of the teams that almost every team that's been rumored to be interested in Zach Levine has kind of moved on in a lot of ways. And I think that, that that bodes well for those rumors that we were hearing that teams were being informed that Zach Levine does plan to re-sign with the Chicago Bulls. But with that being said, that type of cap space, what do the Detroit Pistons do with that? And does that disrupt any other free agents? Listen. There are some free agents that are going to just take money. And if that happens, if they're able to pull a, a, a coup and get a player like DeAndre Ayton, as we hear that the Phoenix Suns may be looking to move to free up some cap space to sign him to his extension, that can really change the outlook in our division with the Detroit Pistons. And so it could be very, very interesting. I, I mean, we'll, we'll remain to be seeing Kyrie is another big chip that could fall as well. Does he leave? There's some talk about a three-way trade that ends up with him being in Los Angeles. You know, somehow the Lakers get involved in everything. I don't know, man. I don't know, but the biggest thing that I see right now, even though I don't believe for the Hawks deal, but the, Spur the fact that the Spurs are maybe open to trading De DeJounte Murray for a Drew Holiday-like package, what does that mean, right? What does that mean? I don't think the Bulls are going to get involved in anything like that, but it'd be very interesting. It's going to be an interesting day. Uh, the Pistons do percent, uh, plan to pursue Aiton. It's, it's going to be a really interesting day with with. The NBA, and this is, I know, a fairly shorter video. Looks like the Blazers are also targeting OJ and Anobi, possibly. Like, hey, the Blazers are trying to re-up. The Blazers are absolutely trying to re-up, and that means that bodes well for the Chicago Bulls getting the Portland Trail Blazers pick. So I look forward to that as well. We'll see, we'll see what happens. You know, the Bulls don't have their own first-round pick next year, so we really do. That Portland pick could be something like an 18th to 20-something pick as well, and we could see ourselves in the same position next season as well with the Chicago Bulls having one of those picks that aren't in the lottery, but maybe high up in the lottery, depending on how the Trailblazers team come to, comes together. 
So we'll see what goes on with that. This is going to be an interesting day. Expect multiple videos from me today. I will be live streaming during the NBA draft as well. So have your notification buttons on for that. But as you guys know, when news drops, I drop. And so we'll continue to watch and monitor what happens today. But this has been your daily episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Let me know down below. I'm going to leave it on this. Who do you think is going to be the pick for the Chicago Bulls today if they don't move the 18th pick? Who do you think the Bulls are going to pick at that 18th pick considering if they don't move on from it? I want to hear from you guys. Who do you think that pick is going to be? I'm putting my money on EJ Liddell or Ochai Abaji. That's, 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 those are my two picks there. I think it's going to be one of those two guys unless they move up or down. But I want to hear from you guys down below. Who do you think that pick for the Chicago Bulls is going to be today? Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, you can do so at 773-270-2799. This has been Chicago Bulls Central. I'm Hayes. Like I liked in everything on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. Draft night. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.